Welcome to Glow To It, a podcast sponsored by Lilinghouse Productions and hosted by me, Marco Drummond. On this episode of Glow To It, we identify the importance of being alone and learning who we are. So first this week, I want to say thank you to all of those who have supported the last few episodes, as this has been a very new adventure for me. And the experience of starting a podcast has brought on a whole new whirlwind of vulnerabilities. For instance, I had emails, I've had personal conversations, suggestions far and wide. I mean, all the way from England to close to home, um, from topics that I should talk about, shouldn't talk about what to avoid discussing to prevent, you know, upsetting those haters. And then the goal of the podcast. And that's that seems to be a question I keep getting asked is, why are you doing it? What do you expect to happen from it? Where do you see yourself in a few years? And, you know, honestly, some of those questions I can answer easily. Uh, Probably the latter, probably not, because I don't know where the podcast is going in a few years. However, I have ideas on how I want to build it out. And I'm just enjoying the process of learning, listening and absorbing all the things around me and sharing what I've learned. That includes interactions, relationships, and even taking some suggestions I don't like. You know, for me, this is a this is a therapeutic outlet. It's just one where I found that I have the freedom to share my experiences, lessons learned, and my opinion while staying authentic to myself, even if that's hard for some others to take. Recently, I've had some suggestions that would limit my ability to share my personal stories or interactions, lessons I've learned um, because of a fear that might wrongfully portray myself or of others to whom the stories might be about. So to this, I say, well, I understand. I understand that names or anecdotes will have to be omitted from my personal stories so as not to cause anyone embarrassment or any harm. That's not my intent, which is why I will use um, other names like Disney villains for maybe referencing somebody in my personal story. I don't know. I just know that I won't harm anyone by saying their name. I intend to share personal stories of experiences I've encountered with the hope that you might resonate with them. And if you don't, that's that's fine. I think a great woman once said, And I want to thank my haters too because... <laughs> because they be downloading my stuff so they can hear it and talk crap about it, but it benefits me! <laughs> and I have something similar for mine. I mean, haters, listen, you're listening right now. Good. Learn. Glow. And if not, then don't listen. That's totally your prerogative. My content may not resonate with you, and that's okay. I hope that if you are listening and we're looking for a professional development or a culture podcast on whatever platform you're listening and that you find mine, it it may not be your cup of tea, and that's okay. A life's not worth living if you can't find convergence in aspects of your life that makes you pause or rethink how and what you're doing and the path you're on. I've understood that no matter what path you're on, if you remain in the mindset of constantly shifting your walk to others' demands, you won't move forward. You'll be in the same place or even running in circles. You define your path, which is sometimes risky. That sometimes means moving away from home or to another city, even if it means learning how to be that on your own. It's scary out there, believe me. Some days, you've got the sun at your back, you're on a hike, it's an excellent day, and others, well, sometimes their opinions, their direction, or even their biases, always are working their damnedest to pivot you from the design of your path. 
that you lose the sight of yourself and you're covered in gray storm clouds. So how does this lead into this week's topic of the importance of being alone and learning to know who you are? First, it's imperative because when you are alone, truly alone, alone with your thoughts, your wishes, hopes, endeavors, that's when we find out who we are. That's when we find out what makes us build our own personality. It wasn't until the day after my family had dropped me off at college as an early graduate from high school, starting college life, that I realized just how alone I was. There I was, lying in bed, in a stone-cold room, all by myself for a week before classes started. No car, nowhere to go, no friends, no more relying on mom to get groceries, my dad to help me with the car, or someone telling me how to behave or what to say. I was alone. I had to figure it out. Even today, I'm still learning what to say, how to say it, and when to use my filter. It's an aspect of who I am that means until the day I die, I will never indeed be a master of such a quality. Provided by experiences that force us to be alone, like an 18-year-old kid going to college, or a 28-year-old moving to a new city away from home for the first time, alone is a blessing in disguise. It gives you the opportunity to identify what vulnerabilities come to light in your personality, engraving how you communicate with others, how you utilize problem-solving skills, or just to see how resilient you truly are. I know some people say theater and some say cinema. I, I personally prefer cinema because it defines the craft of filmmaking. And I appreciate the craft, so why not call it by its proper name, cinema. Theaters for Shakespeare and Lin-Manuel Miranda. Alright, so the cinema is a perfect baby set for experiencing alone. I know some will say it's weird, but it's not. Go to the film. Go by your lonesome. Experience what it is. Being vulnerable in such a public setting means you have to come out of your eggshell. No, that's not it at all. You're just worried about what other people are going to think when they see your lone ass at the cinema by yourself. But have you ever tried eating dinner alone at a restaurant? Now that's scary. And I don't mean going on a blind date that you just got set up for. And if you did, sorry, friend, but actually go to the restaurant you've always wanted to go to, but you're holding off for some special occasion with a friend or a family. I'm saying you don't have to wait. Stop telling yourself to live your life later. Do it now. Do it while you can, when you can, and with the resources you already have. You can make it happen. I'm saying find yourself, define yourself, and learn what qualities define you for who you are, because only you can build your personality. Not others' demands, not their passive wishes or prayers, and especially not their misguided perception of who you are. Live your life by finding yourself. Being alone and considering what I wanted to improve myself is what sparked this podcast. Being alone allowed me to see my strengths for who I am, but more importantly, where my weaknesses are and where I needed to grow and improve, knowing when to sit back and let someone else drive, learning that everyone is human and they make mistakes, and identifying the reasons why I feel the way I do, and having the tools to pave my own journey and my own path. I understand there's a difference between being alone as in a relationship and being physically alone with one's thoughts. I speak of the latter. Being alone with one's thoughts through experiences. For example, I was inspired years ago to go on a solo adventure by a family friend of mine who's traveled the world and they said, why wait to have the perfect family or the perfect spouse or the friend to do it? You'll learn a lot more about yourself on a solo adventure. Going out alone allows you to control the environment in which you also have the opportunity to welcome those new adventures. For instance, I never thought I'd go to a pub solo. One, because I had the misperception that 
I wasn't a middle-aged loner who did just that, but ignorant me, right? <laughs> it was actually a great learning opportunity for me to get by myself and, and get out of my comfort zone. So about three weeks ago, I decided to go to the pub, partly because my buddy Sebo said he was too tired, which meant he just hung over from the day before. So I said, to hell with it. I'm going by myself. Going solo. Gonna fly to it. Gonna glow. Well, that night I was playing on the music box. The boom box, if you would. Playing everything I wanted to hear, including skipping a few Russell Dickerson songs. And instead, playing some 90s throwback. To which sparked a wonderful conversation between some ladies who shortly afterwards I befriended, her and her two friends, to a wonderful night of shots and laughs and jokes and even a movie date later in the week at a local cinema. I had just made three new friends and what a wonderful night with complete strangers that ended up with me getting three girls numbers and a date. Not bad for a gay guy from Kansas City, ha! But <laughs> Kidding aside, I would have never experienced having met such a wonderful group of friends, made new contacts, expanded my network if I hadn't had the opportunity to put myself out there. So I ask you, when was the last time you did something alone? Was it taking a solo hike on a mountain trail? Was it going to a pub solo for an evening without your wingman? Was it going to the cinema alone with just you and your Mike and Ikes? Not a guy named Mike. Your candies, Mike and Ikes, your nasties. Or was it around the world to fly to a foreign land and go on a walkabout? So I leave you with this. Experience life in its most vulnerable state. Solo. Let yourself experience new things, dredge your own path, define your personality, and allow yourself to glow to it. See what I did there? That <laughs> brought back that brand. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Glow To It. And for future topic suggestions, selections, recommendations, or you haters out there that want to critique, email lilyhouseproductions at gmail.com. And have a wonderful day. And glow to it. <laughs>